Right, hello and welcome to the Accepted Podcast, a college admissions podcast for the savvy student. My name is Tyler Kusunoki. I am an admissions consultant working out of Tokyo. And today I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about art、um, and just creativity in general. I think that、um, one of the bigger misconceptions that、um, we've had to deal with multiple times just as families come in and are consulting and students themselves as they are thinking about what they want to pursue and what they want to get into.、Um, a lot of the times the creative fields end up getting a bit of a short shrift because they are impractical because there is this stereotype of the perpetually poor artist. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today,、um, especially because、um, this weekend and this upcoming week actually is our college connection week. And、uh, I mentioned this last week, but wanted to further just make sure y'all are signing up for everything and, and really coming and attending because I do think this is a great opportunity for、uh, interested students, interested parents to get a better understanding of the, the, the range of oppor- opportunities and the range of different educational experiences that are out there for you. So, In brief,、uh, once again, this coming Sunday is going to be uh, the uh, art talk, uh, the art talk info session with myself and Alexa Garrity.、Uh, she is a very, very accomplished artist and art instructor and has helped kids get, gain acceptance to lots of different arts and designs programs. And so she is going to be coming and sharing her insight as to what makes a portfolio really sing.、Uh, and I think that will be incredibly worthwhile, whether or not you are considering art as your primary major in university.、Uh, after that, On Monday,、uh, Grinnell is coming to give a talk, and Grinnell is one of the top tier、uh, liberal, univers- liberal arts colleges in the US, and so there will be some interesting things to share there、um, about a liberal arts experience, a liberal arts university, and how、um, that, that style of education may be a good fit for you. On Tuesday, I get to talk to all of you about the essay, right? So, any rising seniors,、uh, this is the talk to come to. I will be breaking down、um, the college essay. Say from the drafting, drafting phase all the way through to the very end. So,、uh, this will be a good talk to come to and get more information around that. And then,、um, and then after that, we'll be Claremont McKenna on Wednesday. Claremont McKenna is part of a big consortium of schools that include the Claremont Consortium of Schools that includes Pomona, that includes、uh, Harvey Mudd. Include, and so,、um, there will be a good opportunity to understand how attending one university, especially a university that has built out unique partnerships, can really help with、uh, gaining access to and broadening your experiences elsewhere. Also, and then after that,、um, there will be a uh, U- uh, the University of California, Santa Barbara will be coming in. And、uh, they will be sharing. University of Santa Barbara has really risen up the rankings to now be, I believe, it is the number five public university in the US. And so it is a、um, very, very good, excellent research university. And they will be coming to share a little bit more about what it means to apply to a UC,、uh, especially now as an international student, given the、uh, recent court cases that have really been pushing acceptance, pushing the、um, international student population.、Uh, Uh, that is allowed at UC, at UC Berkeley in particular down. So, all of them will be coming in.、Um, are excellent opportunities for you to learn more about each school, get to know the admissions officers on, an, on a first name basis.、Um, we've tried to keep、uh, these events pretty small,、um, and so that all of the students who have questions have an opportunity to meet the admissions officers directly. So, please take advantage of all these opportunities and do sign up for them if you want more information and want to register.、Um, it is at 
at tokyoacademics.com slash events. That is tokyoacademics.com slash events. All right. So uh, first off, uh, for everybody who took the March SAT this past weekend, congratulations. Uh, well done. And uh, hopefully you will get those good results next week um, and can put the standardized testing phase of your high school career well enough behind you. Uh, today, though, I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about art. Um, I am not particularly artistic myself, um, and as someone who pursued an, but as someone who pursued an English major in university, I definitely have felt the brunt or the burden of why on earth are you pursuing an English major? What the heck are you supposed to do with that when you graduate? And um, and I think that there has always been this kind of big stereotype of the um, the poor artist hanging out in some bohemia somewhere, uh, writing their poetry, pursuing their art, writing their songs, but not really doing well. And while that stereotype certainly does have reason for it existing, I think that that direction is changing in part because of the tremendous growth that we have seen in the other industry that all of my students seem to want to get into, and that is um, the combination of business and big data. Um, the emergence of machine learning, AI, uh, and um, and the obsession that we have with trying to do data analytics in order to make the best investment, in order to make the best medical decision, in order to um, really improve my form in basketball, everything has become driven by data, right? Even right now, this podcast that I'm producing, after I send, after we send this out, I'm going to be checking metrics. Who's listened? How many have listened? Was this title good? I am going to analyze all of those things also because we live in this world of big data now. And so learning coding, learning Python, learning all of those different things um, can be one absolute pathway to a solid career just because that is the thing that people need, um, that uh, the industries need need right now. However, with this movement, right, there always comes a saturation point. We see this anytime there is like a major, um, this is the popular thing, right? There is a surge in that direction. And then that place becomes very quickly saturated and becomes hyper competitive. And now there is this void that starts to exist actually elsewhere. There's this void that starts to exist in other areas. And for me, and from what I've been seeing from college admissions and from uh, just from different admissions officers and just from the state of things, that is in art. Um, and not necessarily fine art, but the creative uh, fields. And the reason is, since everyone is pursuing big data, everyone is becoming very focused on the coding, on the logic, on the rationale. However, your average day public person who is out there and trying to make decisions about which uh, which soda to buy, none of that data makes any sense to them, right? And no matter how cool or awesome of a breakthrough that you have discovered, if the people who are making decisions on how they're spending their money don't understand what the data means, you're screwed, right? And in order to make that make sense, oftentimes requires someone who is more in tune with a different form of communication, especially in terms of standing out from a very saturated marketing market. And that's where creativity comes in.
If you're interested in learning more about the complex world of college admissions or would love to connect more with college admissions officers from around the world, Tokyo Academics has you covered. We are regularly hosting seminars and events that range from college essay workshops to panels with current students at top schools to small group conversations with admissions officers. For more information, please visit tokyoacademics.com slash events. That's tokyoacademics.com slash events. There is a whole field that is being introduced in terms of it's both like UX, right? So the user experience, right? And UI, the user interface. And each of these elements are fundamentally Um, connected by this concept, this emerging field called human-centered design. It's not really emerging. It's kind of always been around. But human-centered design is this idea of there's no point in making cool stuff if the person, if the people we need to use the stuff doesn't know how to use them or doesn't know, understand the advantages of them, right? Whether that be the internet of things, right? Turning every home into a smart home or even just basic stuff like Here's your new phone, grandma, right? Like anyone who's tried to explain how to operate a PC to their grandparents understands the value of UX, UI, right? Or understands the frustrations of it. No, click there, stop. No, that's not what I mean by click on the window, right? All of that comes from the inability of all of these incredibly capable and breakthrough technologies don't understand or haven't found a way to communicate effectively with their actual end user, and um, in order to do that, a lot of that becomes comes from creativity. And so as these big businesses and big corporations are starting to, um, they've already loaded up on all their data scientists. They've already loaded up on all their analytics people, which is great. But now you've got all this data and all these findings and all these things that like no one understands and therefore you can't convince them. And so the creative industries have also seen this huge surge Right, whether it be designing logos or marketing or creative consulting, right, on projects to kind of come up with alternative ways to stand out in a competitive market, um, creativity and the ability to not just to take that creativity and turn it into something meaningful has become increasingly valuable as an essential, absolutely essential part of industry, part of a corporate, part of corporate growth part of just any any company that wants to stand out. Um, and so it's in that context that I wanted to talk about a lot of this because a lot of universities agree with me um, in terms of my assessment of the situation and are making big, big moves in order to try to uh, in order to try to meet that need. So as a couple examples, uh, Tufts University, very, very good uh, university in Boston. Uh, not that a few years ago, recognize that, wait, we have a lot of students who um, want to pursue art, but want to pursue art in a way that also gives them a practical edge as well. But we don't really have the resources to support this demand for art, this demand for creativity. So they went out and they bought um, the uh, School of Museum Art, right? And we're able to introduce a fine arts program into their existing curriculum. And so this is a school that just straight up went out and bought another school because they recognized the need for it, right? Um, RISD at Brown has partnered with Brown to do a joint uh, fine arts and science um, degree where you can get a degree in fine arts as well as a bachelor's of science from Brown because they've recognized that we can't keep viewing these things as separate. 
right? Because if we keep viewing these things as separate, we end up with an inability to deliver kind of, um, not genre breaking, what is the word I'm thinking? We're like breakthrough products. We're, we're, we're failing to produce services and products that people actually know how to use and want to use because we don't know how to present them. We know how to build the thing. We don't know how to sell the thing and which kind of feeds into a different stereotype about the stem side of 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 it all um of being so focused on the math and on the science and on the discovery of it all that once it comes to wait but how do i make this connect with another human being there's a bit of a struggle there but that is part of the reality and we're seeing that more and more um with other different schools as well so um usc is a university of southern california is another one that i wanted to highlight here their uh iovine young academy is designed to basically create this exclusive cohort of people who are interested in the intersection of um, design technology right um, and business and so it is this entire very very exclusive very different very competitive program that is attracting people who i have this vision for the world or have this vision for an industry but i recognize that in order to do that i need to be good at these different things i need to be good i need to have good business sense and real world experience i need to have a solid and very capable grasp of technology but I have to also have design. I have to also have this creative element where I am willing to engage and take risks and um, seek out inspiration because that is the only way I'm going to make the thing that I want to sell, sell and connect in a world as a consumer where I am bombarded by five bajillion things. And so that is kind of another example. And the final example I'll point to is kind of on the other side of the country um, at uh, Carnegie Mellon. And so Carnegie Mellon has um, long been kind of really trying to push the um, the capabilities of its uh, curriculum. And it um, has kind of built what is called the ID8 uh, program. And that is very similar to the USC's program and that it is really focused on let's take creativity and let's teach kids how to apply it practically so that they are emerging with this skill set that is extremely valuable to any employer, right? Because it is creativity applied in a practical context of like, here's how you use your creativity to move technology forward, to move business ideas forward, to um, engage in the production of different things, right? And digital media, for example, video games are a billion, 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 billion dollar business, right? And so um, all of these things are, the, as, as we continually move into a digital, very consumer-driven world, right? We are moving into an environment where you being able, you as a company being able to stand out, you as an industry being able to stand out, you as a nonprofit being able to stand out, you as an individual being able to stand out requires more than just being good at what you do, right? Because unless you can communicate how good you are doing, you, how good you are at doing what you're good at doing, no one's going to bite. And to do that, right, requires someone who is an expert um, in using the creative side of their brain. And so um, more and more now we are seeing schools embrace the necessity of creativity and embracing the importance of that, which means, therefore, right, that when you are applying for university, having an art portfolio, having something that really shows that can actually be this huge plus, even if you don't end up pursuing the creative arts, 
right? Because it is showing a side of you that more and more colleges are recognizing are in demand right now, that more and more colleges are recognizing um, are necessary for the continual growth of their school and their economy, right? And um, and so I would encourage, just because to complete a portfolio requires a lot of the things that colleges care for. Putting together a 20-piece portfolio is no small feat, right? It requires dedication. It requires commitment, discipline, right? It demonstrates creativity. It also demonstrates tremendous self-reflection and maturity because you have to do that in order to complete the portfolio. A lot of these things that are a marker of this kid can operate independently, successfully, are demonstrated just by your ability to complete an independent portfolio, right? Um, and so don't dismiss the arts. Um, they are increasingly in need um, in the world today. And um, and more and more universities are looking to the next generation of candidates to fill those new programs that they've put together. Um, and so as colleges continue to seek to find kind of more ways to um, connect all these technological breakthroughs with the reality of human experience, um, the creative fields, I feel, are only going to grow. And so now is the time, if you have interest in doing so, to think about um, developing your creativity a little bit more um, in order to stand out in the process of applications. Okay, so um, that was my kind of big riff on uh, the arts today. Um, just had a lot kind of on my mind as I've been preparing for this talk on Sunday um, about the importance of art now, the importance of creativity, and just that um, looking back over my past students, just some of the coolest kids that I've met, some of the kids where I'm just like, I know hands down you will arrive on campus and you will definitively make a difference um, have been the creatives. Um, it hasn't really been like, not that the book smart kid doesn't stand out, they're impressive in their own right. But in terms of kids that I really feel like, wow, you do have a unique story, you do stand out, you are distinct. Um, it's always been kids who have spent some time with some creative pursuits. It can be photography, it can be fashion, it can be digital, it can be digital media, um, it can be whatever, it, it can be whatever. But um, that exposure to the creative fields, right, is really, really important now. And it's something that I think um, more kids could use some exposure to in general. And so um, with that said, please, uh, you know, give it a thought. I think that the, um, the creative fields are going to be a really, really important part of industry, any industry going forward. Okay, so um, if you like what you've heard so far today, please do give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really does help increase the visibility of this podcast. We want to keep this out in front of you all. And so um, just giving us a rating is really helpful. And also free feel to comment. Give us a review. Let me know how I'm doing. Let me know if there's any particular topic you'd like me to discuss. Uh, I want to make sure that this podcast continues to produce content that is valuable to all of you. Right? Because as you all know, the key to getting in is getting ready. Take care.